Hi friends, this is Ben, and today we're going to talk about the different productivity roles we all play, like planning and executing, and how thinking of those two roles as separate people can help us be kinder to ourselves and more productive. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey, we're actually recording on an actual Friday this time. Yes, it is a Friday. It is Friday, and that's why I'm so happy. <laughs> hey, you live every day like it's Friday, Mark. I know about That's you. right. I am happy every day. <laughs> well, dude, I'm excited about today's topic. This is something that I don't think a lot of people think about. It's <laughs> You look very confused. <laughs> and I think it's because this is a very strange topic that I, that I came up with. But hey, you know what? Before we even jump into that, I did want to thank one person. Okay. I want to give a quick shout out to Carly. I don't know if you saw, we got a few more five-star ratings and reviews from people, which thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Carly said, perfect business bites as the title of her review. Ooh, catchy. She said, quality over quantity. Oh my gosh. When, when I read that, I was like, thank you. You understand. <laughs> you understand what we're trying to do. Quality over quantity. Benjamin, Mark, get it. They keep it short, meaningful, and leave you with solid takeaways to apply straight to your business. Love spending Friday mornings with these two and excited for the lessons to come. Exclamation point. <laughs> That is awesome. Thanks so much, Carly. And if you'd like to re- leave us a review, go ahead and head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and say something nice and you might make it on our show. Yeah, you might you might become famous by being on our show. So <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be totally worth it. Oh, but yeah, so... So how do we build self-trust and be more productive, Ben? It's like, what do you even mean by <laughs> self-trust, Ben? This sounds weird. So... I, I think, you know, I mentioned this to you the other day and this, this whole topic, I'll, I'll kind of talk about how I got into this train of thought and then kind of what came out of it, which I think would be helpful for people. Mm-hmm. So I had some time and I love to do this. I love to have like an afternoon and be able to set up my hammock, ride my bike out into the woods, set up my hammock for the afternoon with my notebook and just kind of think for a while. So I had the opportunity to do this a couple of weeks ago. And basically I had one question written down on my notebook and it was something to the effect of why, why do I sometimes avoid doing the things I know are most important to do? Like, what is it exactly that makes me put those things off? But it went through this whole thought process. I won't, I won't bore you with the entire thing, but basically it's, it's some typical, I think, procrastination stuff that a lot of people suffer, suffer from. And mm-hmm. some of it comes down to feeling like, I don't know if you ever feel like this, but sometimes when you know something's important, you know, you have to do it, which then makes you feel trapped into doing it, even though you're the one that decided you need to do it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me. I'm not sure if, if you've felt that before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for humoring me. But, you know, sometimes I felt that way, and I started realizing that in productivity, lots of times we play these two different roles, and I felt like these two different roles that I played did not have any trust built between them. So I affectionately named them boss Ben and worker Ben. So Mm. (laughs) boss Ben is uh, basically the part of me that does planning, you know, so maybe every evening or in the morning before I do, you know, what I'm going to do for the day, I sit down and plan out what tasks I'm going to do. And then worker Ben 
you know, he's the one that executes everything. He, he does all this work throughout the day to try to get everything done that Boss Ben said was important, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is, I feel like Boss Ben and Worker Ben have a slightly abusive relationship with each other. <laughs> so you're like, okay, go on. <laughs> go on. Okay, this is getting interesting. <laughs> I'm sure there's some shrinks out there that would just love to analyze you and your thought process behind all this. Yes, I know. I'm like, maybe we should have uh, Dr. Sherry Walling back on just, <laughs> right. just to check on me and make sure I'm okay. <clears throat> and listen, if you struggle with procrastination, please head over to our earlier podcast uh, recorded, Strategies to Beat Procrastination. <laughs> you can get your help there. Exactly. Now back to Boss Ben, Work Ben. <laughs> so basically the thought process is this. If I can think of myself as these two different roles, what, what what's happening is I am, as Boss Ben, I'm coming up with this list of things I need to do for the day. So the problem is with Boss Ben, Boss Ben is very optimistic and uh, ambitious. So I basically think, oh man, here's all the things that I want to get done today. So I write down this huge list of stuff that, you know what, I bet I could get that done. Oh man, if I just had a little squeeze of time, I'm sure nothing else will come up today. I could probably get this thing done. So I will cram everything I can into a to-do list optimistically thinking, man, this is going to be a great day because I'm going to get all these things done, right? Mm -hmm. Problem is with Boss Ben is he's kind of a jerk. He doesn't realize it. (laughs) But the problem is he's so optimistic that he's not being realistic and setting up worker Ben for success. So Boss Ben is running this giant list. <laughs> You're looking like at me like I'm insane. I love it. No, this is fantastic because I think a lot of people <laughs> think like this, but they don't know they think like this. Right. You're just putting words around what we all experience. Right. It's funny. I think I've told you know three or four people about this and like three out of the four were like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And one of them was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so hopefully well, now you're, you're telling several hundred people about yeah, this. And <laughs> so maybe only a few hundred will think I'm crazy. That's right. So, so basically as, as I'm thinking through this, the problem is, you know, boss Ben does not set good priorities for the day. Just says, okay, here's all this stuff that we need to do. Also boss Ben is not providing worker Ben with the information he needs to complete the tasks. So basically later in the day, Worker Ben's like, all right, cool. Let me sit down and get my stuff done. Looks at this huge list. It's like, all right, yeah, I can probably do this. Worker Ben's pretty optimistic too. What a good guy. He just wants to do his job, but man, <laughs> Boss Ben is such a jerk. So basically, sit down to do, do this work, right? What happens is there's no prioritization. So naturally, Worker Ben thinks, okay, um, let me start with something I understand. Let me get a quick win down. So I'll start working on something. And so basically, Worker Ben also realizes that, hey, I don't have all the information for some of these tasks, so I need to look it up. So it's easy to get distracted of what you're doing because you don't have everything you need. You start Googling things and you're like, oh, hey, yeah, how, how are our nuclear warheads uh, created? <laughs> Let me get on Wikipedia. Exactly. <laughs> and Worker Ben also, as, as an employee, I'm a somewhat... I wouldn't say rebellious is the right word, but I am very questioning. So I always want to question and say, hey, why are we doing this? Because I really want to meet the real goal. I have good intentions, but you know, I also know that to be a good employee, you have to have a good balance of doing what your boss says, but also questioning at times when it's appropriate, right? But basically, worker Ben does not trust boss Ben because boss Ben did not organize this stuff well enough or think through everything. So when worker Ben is doing his work, he's like, you know what? maybe I shouldn't be doing this task after all. Maybe this doesn't make sense because it wasn't thought through properly. Or So there's things like that that make it very easy to procrastinate because there's these open doors where I know that I haven't thought through it enough to know for sure if that really has to be done that day or not. 
So what's happening is Worker Ben basically is easily questioning and not being a good employee to Boss Ben because Boss Ben asks way too much of him. And basically, he's going to disappoint Boss Ben every single day, which is kind of an abusive relationship. So that is a deep dive into my mind and how I think about productivity. So that is fantastic. So how how do you be a good boss to yourself then, Ben? Well, I mean, let's break this down. How yeah. do you be a good boss to yourself? And then how do you be a good worker to yourself? Yeah. So it's kind of like if you think about what it would be like to actually... So thinking of yourself in these two, two different roles is obviously a little weird. But to me, it's helpful to think about how would I treat myself in this situation versus how would I treat another person? Like, would I really just write this unprioritized to-do list and just hand it to somebody and be like, man, I'm not going to give you any of the info. You go look up that phone number. I'll, you figure all this stuff out. You have no access to the stuff that, I, mm. that you need or anything. Am I going to dump that on somebody and then be upset at them at the end of the day if they didn't get everything done when I knew all this other stuff was going to come up too? Like, it's not realistic to get all that done. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, that would be a pretty crappy move to do, you know? So so basically, as being boss Ben, what I want to do when I'm planning out my tasks for the day, I want to keep in mind, how would I treat someone else in this situation and think of my future self as a different person, basically. So I think, all right, you know, worker Ben, once again, I'm going to need um, a priority so that I know what is the actual most important thing to get done today so that if I get nothing else done, I can get this one thing done. So I like to choose one most important task for the day. I think you can choose, you know, one to three. And it also depends on what kind of task you're talking about, how big it is, obviously. But one big important task per day, I think, is a good guideline for myself. And then if I want to write down a few other things, I just put them below a line that are like, hey, these are bonus tasks. There's no expectation that these will get done. But here's some things, if there's time, awesome, get these done. So prioritizing, I think, helps a lot with that. Okay. Prioritize. Prioritize. Another thing is collecting the info ahead of time, like I said. So basically making sure that, hey, if I know I need to uh, get the specific document for my account or something, I need to look up that email right now, figure out what that document was actually called and put that in the note with my tasks so I don't have to go research all this information to even do what I'm what I need to do when it comes up. So maybe setting out your tools ahead of time, collecting some information, making sure you actually have everything you need to get started. So that's the other thing is collecting information ahead of time. Three would be setting realistic goals. So making sure that you are not overestimating how much you get done, which I'm horrible at. And that is one reason that I have um, Joy here on our team. She does my calendar because she knows uh, to help me protect myself. Because if I, if mm-hmm. I see a, a free little window in that calendar, I'm like, oh, this person has a problem. I can probably solve that in 30 minutes. Like, yeah, I want to help them out. Let's, you know, you know, yeah. I'm being optimistic and trying to be helpful, yeah. but really. But then I'm, you're texting your buddy being like, hey man, I'm in the middle of solving this problem. Can we push our podcast recording a little bit? What are you talking about? That never happens. <laughs> Just trying to help somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's exactly what can happen. So, so setting realistic goals for yourself is helpful. And then also being kind to yourself, you know, don't think so poorly of yourself for not getting this ambitious list of things done because you wouldn't do that to somebody else. You know, treat yourself like you would a friend. If they come to you like, man, I only got these things done. You're like, man, you got a lot done. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Stuff happens in life where you can't expect to get it all done. So I, I think just being kind and understanding to yourself and think like, hey, I would have enough respect for another person to treat them this way. So treat yourself that way too. Yeah, I think it's and it's about like quality over quantity, right? Like if you can 
do a small amount of tasks, but at a very like detailed high level that are is time efficient and beneficial, that's more important than doing a ton of things halfway and, and partially. Yeah, that is so true. And and that taking the time as the planning part of yourself to just make those decisions ahead of time makes such a big difference. Totally. All right. So then that's how we're we, we we're good to to boss self. How do we do right by our work self? <laughs> this is definitely going to be in psychology textbooks in 10 years, guys. This is groundbreaking. <laughs> like as we were th- listening to this podcast, we came up with these ideas from the sky. <laughs> He, he saw himself as a boss and a worker, two identities, one man. I can't wait to read that book. <laughs> Sounds fascinating. Two Identities, One Man <laughs> by Ben Manley. Yeah, that's going to be my autobiography. And Mark Labriola. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, three three ways I think that you can be a good worker you know, for yourself. And that is number one is trust your plan. So as an employee, to be like a good employee, obviously, sure, you need to question things sometimes. But most of the time, if you have a good boss and that boss is doing a good job, then you need to trust that their high-level planning has been thought through. And then you need to focus more on the execution. So trusting the plan is number one and not questioning it over and over. So throughout the day, if you've come up with a good plan ahead of time, stick with it, keep your head down and, and focus on how's the best way to get it done, not should I do it or not. Number two, I think, is focusing on execution. I mean, it's kind of similar to the first thing, but basically just making sure that you're not getting distracted from anything else and kind of able to, with laser focus, just know in your mind that you've already committed to this and have that confidence that you're going to get it done. And then number three is make yourself proud. So the idea of like, hey, if you were working for your boss, you would work your butt off to make them proud of what you were doing and that have that same respect for yourself. If you decided you want to get this done, then work work hard to do what you said you were going to do and don't let yourself down because I think that builds that trust. And that's what I'm talking about is the self-trust where the boss <laughs> the boss part of yourself can trust that the worker part of yourself is going to do their best to get it done, but the worker part of yourself also has to trust that the planning part of yourself has actually thought through stuff well enough to make sure you can actually get it done. <laughs> if that makes sense. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, I think that that is, I think that's a fantastic way to think about it. I think especially as entrepreneurs or, you know, business leaders, a lot of times we get caught up in our heads and we are scattered all over the place. Um, But really when you break it out like this, where it's like, okay, I have two roles, you know, I have the role as the person who's in charge of everything that has to make decisions and, you know, come up with plans and strategies. And then there's a part of me, uh, if you're a solopreneur, and even if you are, you know, the leader of a small business, there's still a lot that you probably have to do yourself. Like you have to implement as well as come up with the ideas. And so when you break it out like this, I think it, it creates a lot of wins really at the end of the day. I think, I think one of the things that pushes success forward is like completing things and winning, you know, there's not a better feeling at the end of the day when you do everything that was on your list and you mark it off. You know, I, I have a whiteboard at my home office and I have a whiteboard at the office. And even though we use productivity tools like Asana and all these things that have checklists and all this kind of stuff, there's something about just writing everything down that we're trying to accomplish for the week on that whiteboard. And then as we get stuff done, going up and actually physically marking it off the list because that gives you that power to say, oh, wow, like I accomplished something and it gives you this energy and you feel good. And then you want to go back to doing those steps to help you be successful, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. All right. So I guess if we're going to recap, then it's how do we be a good boss to yourself? You prioritize your task. You collect information ahead of time. You set realistic goals and you're kind to yourself. And how do you be a good worker to yourself? Well, trust your plan, focus on execution, and make yourself proud. So what are our action items, Ben? So yeah, I would just say the next time you make your to-do list, you know, maybe for tomorrow, just imagine you're handing that off to a different person. Ask yourself a couple questions like, did you tell them which thing was the most important to do if they can only do one thing? Do they have all the info they need to get started on these tasks? Are you asking too much of them? So I would just think about a couple of those things next time you're making your to-do list for the day. Awesome. Well, I think that's it. I think that was another show down. Where can people uh, get information about the Friday Habit and us? Yeah, you guys can go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode. And you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. At the very bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit system. And that will show you how to set aside one full day every week, which will help you be dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. And that's all at thefridayhabit.com. Awesome. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And remember, until next time, live every day like it's Friday.